0: what's up guys welcome to episode number 46 of indian markets with kr a podcast where i talk about the indian markets of course as the name suggests and if you want more informational content instead of this analytical podcast you either wait for the next episode of uh you know the q a segment basically and uh, that'll be out today only just a bit later so do keep your eyes peeled out for that one or you can follow me on instagram and uh yeah i mean it's the same id you can just search uh the podcast name and you'll find the account it's already got some stuff on uh risk reward ratios and whatnot so do check out that and uh without further ado let us get into today's uh today's episode today was of course a very volatile and choppy day so uh, let's get started all right starting off with nifty and I was neither, you know, particularly short nor particularly long, Nifty. I just said that I'm expecting some profit booking to happen. But, you know, you really can't tell because there was a three-day gap from market open to market close because of the elections. And uh, today, Nifty was 11,588.35, closing down 73.5 points. So uh, almost almost sort of recovering all of the gains that it had made on Friday, it's still showing a higher high and a higher low, so that's a good thing. However, you know this is not uh, particularly only related to the profit booking, um, and I'm assuming that it had something to do with uh, you know Infosys's uh, recent developments also, which we'll get to in the Nifty stock analysis interestingly today's high breached the 23rd september high so it's actually formed a new swing high now at 11714 uh, but it's quite clear that it was unable to you know sustain that level in fact it was unable to sustain even 11600 and that's something that i sort of was expecting because it's it's been increasing it's been it's been you know rising quite quickly and uh, Generally, these fast movements are not sustained, um, you know, by the market because, you know, it, it requires its own sweet time. It said that bull markets climb the, uh, the wall of worry. So this, this seemed like it was just pacing through using an elevator. And now that the elevator has gotten stuck on a floor, uh, we might see if it actually gets repaired and goes up again or uh, it sort of falls down. Hopefully it won't fall down, but you can never really say. And if it does, again, those eleven thousand four hundred levels, eleven thousand three hundred is what I am eyeing at. Possibly five hundred, if you know it can sustain. But again, those four hundred, three hundred levels is where the index is most comfortable at. It's also where we can see the the moving averages are. So if it does sort of uh, go down, it might just kiss those levels and then jump back up. Um, but you know, overall today as a trading day quite volatile and very indecisive nifty still appears uh quite decisive if you look at the charts the support levels and resistance levels are respected very uh you know very fairly especially on the intraday chart however you know bank nifty is just another story and i'll get to that in the bank nifty section uh, but in general you know not particularly a decisive or a smooth day um if you ask me whether i'm long or short tomorrow not quite sure if i'm honest you know the general trend that we're seeing right now is positive no doubt about that no questions about that and it does have a support at 11565 uh, but right now i feel you know this is the time where the underlying stocks will dictate nifty's movement a lot more than nifty uh, nifty's technical levels where it's placed though it does look like it's facing more resistance from the higher levels rather than support from the lower levels and considering that i'm expecting it to either be a smaller move compared to today or a flatter move or you know just a mild correction so either a smaller move either way or a mild correction is what i think might happen because infosys does not look uh, you know particularly reassuring at this point so Uh, considering that you know the investor confidence might have taken a hit and because it is an underlying stock we might see some interesting movements happening on nifty so that's my view on nifty in general and i'll just check my notes real quick to just make sure if i haven't uh, you know missed anything and uh yeah, that's pretty much it. There was a lot of disparity between Nifty and Bank Nifty today. In fact, the IT sector took a big dump, and which is why this episode will also talk about Nifty IT. It'll be a super short thing because I don't generally track that index, but still. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Another thing is that uh, today's day it took support from a doji that we saw on 24th, 24th September. So that's just an additional piece of information if that helps you and uh with that we can move on to um you know the nifty stocks all right starting with the nifty stocks we've got the days uh gainer being doctor ready up 3.15 percent, closing at 2810.75 and uh, looks like it's headed straight into that resistance zone i'm just waiting for the chart to load so i can give you all a better reading Uh, That 28.45 level looks like a very challenging resistance for Dr. Reddy. So around 30 rupees away. 30 rupees of course is not that big of a move. In fact, the day's high was 28.20. So it's really not that far away. Today was also a pretty big move considering that we might see some profit booking happening. So that's pretty much Dr. Reddy. I mean, there really isn't a lot to talk about it. Uh, the next one is going to be ICICI Bank and uh, <clears throat> just waiting for the chart to load. We can clearly see or rather I can clearly see. I'm hoping that you also have this uh, chart on your screen and this Fib retracement on your screen because we can see some very, very clear Fib resistance on the chart. In fact, uh, while the 0% level, which is the swing high, was 45865 uh, five today's high was 458.7 and the close was 451 so it's up 3.05 percent very solid move and uh, coincidentally or rather interestingly it did not follow nifty this time it generally has but i feel that's because you know or rather that could be because or rather an interesting observation for this is that uh you know uh, the difference between where nifty was relative to icici bank or rather where icici bank was relative to nifty in terms of the swing high and its current market price was there There was a pretty big difference now it's sort of narrowed in so if it is sort of mimicking nifty in a way it's closer to its swing high so uh, that could be one interesting thing that you can observe here where it's at right now it is at uh just on or rather it's at the tick average where it's at and you know there there were a lot of resistances before where it stands it's got that 20th september close as it's as its resistance but in general honestly i do not see a lot that's wrong with it of course this will depend on how you know the general investors mood and a lot of other things so You know, generally speaking, ICICI Bank looks positive. I feel that in a bit, we might see it correcting uh, by a fair bit, possibly around 30-40 points uh, over a few days. Um, That's because it's following that sort of trend, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But it is positive. So the general trend is definitely positive. So nothing really to worry about. Uh, The next one, the next gainer is BPCL closing at 534.1 and 2.65 uh, percent up and it is just below its all-time high or rather it's it's just below its 52 uh, week high i believe um yes it's 52 week high and its 52 week high is at 545 and it's at 534 right now so just 20 rupees away and uh, it looks like it had some very, very crazy support from the previous close, which is why it's formed, uh, you know, a hammer pattern. So I'm curious to see. I mean, if logically, if you think about it, a support at a lower level basically means that it wants to go higher. But, you know, all of these patterns tend to indicate a lot of weird stuff. So um, my reading of it, unless we actually see some profit booking happening, it might go up. But BPCL, again, is a very news dictated company I feel um, and you know in general we've seen some pretty choppy days for BPCL so mm, I'm I'm kind of uh, you know thinking whether I'm bullish or bearish on it I'm I'm definitely not I'm definitely not bearish on it so mm, just looking for other support levels here and yeah I'm, I'm, looks like it's it looks like it might just you know test that all-time high or rather test that 52 week high bpcl so there's that next gainer is titan closing at 1329 up 2.22 percent and where it's at it is sort of retesting those previous uh, levels which was which was almost near its all-time high so those you know 1345 levels and such the high for the day was 1336 and uh, just a few points shy of that you know all-time high number but you know as as we're seeing it's a very linear uptrend that we're seeing especially from that gap down opening i believe that was on 9th uh, that was on 9th october so I, I think that was around when rakesh jinjanwala sold a sold a bunch of his shares and uh, i think you know there were some news-based issues also which is what actually uh, motivated this stock to fall down that much but technically speaking it's quite sound so which is why we possibly saw that very clean uptrend and it's actually uh, you know riding along the 8 and 20 moving averages very well so that's titan and uh, if it can breach that 1345 level i'm very very interested in seeing what it can do because that that will be a new high for uh, the stock the next one is going to be CIPLA and uh, where it's at, we can see that it is just under the 50MA line and uh, you know, obviously it's going to give some resistance because in the past when we saw CIPLA trading well above the 50MA line or rather sustaining above the 50MA line was back in June of this year. and uh, You know considering that I'm actually curious if it can breach and sustain that 50MA level um it does it does look decent though i mean if i'm being honest it has resistances especially at that 460 level uh, and that is after the 50 ma is breached but you know in general i do feel that if uh if sipla can show some decent investor confidence then we might see some good moves happening of course pharma is an industry which is very news-based again uh one one sort of uh news-based spike that hey you know the u.s authorities have banned a certain drug manufactured by Cipla and it's done basically what we saw with infosys might happen with this stock also or rather any pharma stock for that matter so it's quite risky to get into these stocks unless you are absolutely certain about what might happen so there's that the next one is wipro uh, Cipla, by the way 2.2% up closing at 453.9 Wipro 1.87% up closing at 253.55 I hope I said 453.9 for supply and not 253.9 because that would be a that would be a damn silly mistake on my part but I can totally believe myself doing such a silly mistake because that's happened in the past So anyway you know Wipro it's approaching its resistance zone some very very clean moves it is above 50 ma so in general if we can see it sustain or rather breach and sustain those resistance levels at approximately well it's at one resistance right now so at 253 would be the very first one Uh, the next one is going to be at around 258 260 so around that level if it can sustain those levels it should ideally just touch that 200 ma line that 200 ma line is at 267 and from there we might see some resistance again you know generally wipro goes up and down the 200 ma line very frequently so it's not like you know it's completely out of the ordinary and yeah that's pretty much it as far as the gainers are concerned now we'll move on to the losers and um, as it stands infosys is of course the top loser for the day down 16.19 percent and uh the closing price is 643.55 and that's that's what 120 points down if i remember correctly i'll just check i'm i'm trying to open the chart and this of course is because uh of the you know because of the whistleblower event that happened basically it turns out that uh, infosys has been Accused of window dressing and certain unfair practices. So that's probably why We saw this ridiculously big gap down and yeah, around 120 points down is where it is at We can see that it took some very clean support from those lower levels. So That is in forces and you know, I would refrain from entering into this position right now because you know, it is a good buy but if it can sort of sustain above that 600 630 level so it might actually be a snatch but i have seen that you know certain news say that it might actually go down further if you know the issues aren't addressed there was a letter or rather there was a there was an announcement from the chairman that he'll be investigating this soon so let's see i mean at this point too risky to enter into it unless you know what you're doing and unless you have a very Uh, specific well-defined risk appetite so that's infosys the next loser for the day is Tata motors down 3.73% closing at 131.75 so if we just look at the chart we can see that it is just you know touching its 8 ma almost touching its 8 ma and it is a spinning top also so spinning top is a type of candle in case you're wondering with healthy volume so I'm expecting it to Possibly either, you know, touch uh, that 8MA or actually fill in the gap that I created today. If it does fill in that gap, I'm expecting a 5 rupee or so move at least. And, uh, you know, 8 going back to 8MA is honestly not a big deal. You know, it just shows that it's it's taking it steady. And in my opinion, that's a good thing because as long as it's going to be a steady increase, it's going to be, uh, you know, a sustainable increase. So, Uh, Tata Motors, just because it's down today, just because it was down tomorrow, or rather, just because it was down yesterday, does not really make it, uh, you know, an unfavorable pick. Um, You know, it may be an unfavorable pick for you, or according to some people, for other reasons, but just because it's gone gone down two days, uh, does not really make it a bad pick, because, you know, obviously, uh, on 17th October, it was a crazy, crazy big day, so... We are going to see some profit booking, some corrections. That's natural. Oh, the next loser for the day is Bajaj Financial Services. By the way, Tata Motors closing at 131.75. The next loser for the day is Bajaj Financial Services. Uh, down 3.11% and closing at 8,008 rupees. So, the low for the day was 7,975. So, clearly, it tested that 8,000 level. But it has thankfully sustained it where it stands right now it's it's actually just above one of the fib levels and um, it's just below a support actually or oh no it's actually at the support so i'm expecting it to possibly reverse if the support is strong unless there's some you know other um other factor that's actually driving these prices down so that could be it and you know obviously uh, friday's chart pattern was also you know not particularly bullish so that could have been one reason uh, the next the next loser for the day is hcl tech and it kissed its 200 ma line took some very nice support from there so clearly support at lower levels is evident on uh, you know hcl tech um where it stands right now it's Entering into the resistance zone, or rather it was at the resistance zone now. It's turned back of course or rather It's actually gone back after the resistance zone. So now um, You know, I'll just check the charts and again, this is a live analysis, of course uh, According to the trend line, it still has some way to go. It still, it still could uh, possibly go down to that You know approximately 1030 level if it wants to and that's according to the trend line or it can just continue taking support from the 200 MA since it's below the other MAs also. So you know that's that's HCL Tech. And the next uh, loser for day is uh, Airtel, Parthi Airtel. Now it's at 374. By the way, HCL Tech down 2.83 percent, closing at 1064. And Airtel is down. Oh wait, there's Bajaj Finance also down 2.5 percent, closing at 4034. So, I'm just loading the chart. I I actually, for some reason, I missed this stock. So, this will be another live analysis. We can see that it got resistance from the 0% level. And that 0% level was a previous high. Not not this high. It was a previous high and from there it's turned back. However, 8MA support is evident. So, honestly, nothing to worry about as such. Next one is Bharati Airtel closing at 374 down 2.45 so it's it's uh, a, it's below that 378 mark which is a pretty important level from what i can remember and it's actually turning back from the trend line so if it wants to complete that cycle of it going up and down the trend line um possible you know levels of 350 or so could be expected. So, that's Bharati tell The next loser is Tech Mahindra, down 2.25%, closing at 717, another tech stock that's down, another stock which faced resistance yesterday and is down today. So, that's pretty much it as far as the nifty uh, stocks are concerned. Again, a lot of IT stocks and uh, any, yeah, Wipro is the only positive stock in IT. Uh, That made it to our list. So that shows I feel that Wipro is quite strong. So that's pretty much it as far as the Nifty stocks are concerned. Now we'll move on to Bank Nifty's analysis. All right, guys, coming to Bank Nifty, we have got a doji on the daily chart. And I was neither long nor was I short on Bank Nifty because, you know, uh, I was honestly not sure what the three-day Uh, gap would mean for the markets especially with all of the news that came in over the weekend pretty much similar stance on it uh, as compared to nifty and you know it's it's very odd how it's worked it's actually given a given us a gap up which is why we're seeing plus 290 on bank nifty closing at 29,411 but it is also showing us a negative candle, a very small negative candle, it was all, rather it was a doji, it wasn't almost a doji, it was a doji, and considering that it was a doji, I'm expecting that it means that it might just reverse, and by reverse I mean it might just go back down, possibly correct for a bit, and, uh, You know, it's interesting because it was just insanely volatile today. Crazy, crazy, crazy indecisiveness what we saw on the market today. Because, you know, the decisiveness, you know, the the, the sort of indicators that it was giving were quite mixed. So that's why I'm calling it that. And, you know, the doji basically sort of reconfirms that in a way, but it does not show just how choppy the market was throughout the day. Especially if you just look at the daily chart. Um, The next one is the next point for Bank Nifty is that, you know, a doji basically is caused when you've got resistances at higher levels and supports at lower levels. So clearly, you know, we we saw both, but the resistance looks like it was a bit more, a bit overpowered uh, as compared to uh, your supports. In terms of supports though, it's got one at twenty-nine two hundred and twelve, which is the fib level, and the resistance is at twenty-nine oh where is it? Where is it? 29, 29, approximately that range. The high for the day was twenty-nine six ninety, so clearly it touched that resistance and uh, it also touched its support, so it's it's somewhere in the middle of both of those. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, whether I'm long or short, Bank Nifty tomorrow, it really depends. You know, Kotak Bank, great result. Axis Bank, terrible result. So uh, it's too choppy, yes, Bank. You know, it's interesting. I was expecting a down move, but it actually did not show us a negative candle, which is great. Mm, That's honestly not a lot to talk about Bank Nifty this time because as I said with Nifty, you know, Uh, It seems that the underlying stocks are dictating the price movements a lot and that is why we saw Bank Nifty closing 290 plus and Nifty closing 73 down. So uh, you know it all depends on the underlying stocks. Where it stands, most of the stocks for Bank Nifty are uh, facing resistance one way or the other and we'll talk about that obviously in the Bank Nifty stock segment and uh, Nifty stocks you know it's somewhere in the middle. Um, I feel as long as that Infosys uh, uncertainty is there, I I honestly will not uh, say whether I'm long or short one day prior because, you know, it, it might just go, it might swing, uh, or rather it might cause Nifty to swing either way. So, uh, you know, that's my stance for it right now. And now we can move on to the Bank Nifty stocks all right coming to the bank nifty stocks now uh icici bank we already covered that in nifty now uh, but a quick sort of summary for that is that it retraced down or rather face resistance from its zero uh, percent level at 458 and it's closing at 451 up 3.05 percent and it is the only bank for the day which actually closed in double digits and, you know, it really it really sort of uh, makes you think just how important these underlying stocks are when we are talking about an index's performance. Because Nifty obviously saw a very bad day, quite possibly because of Infosys. And uh, Bank Nifty, on the other hand, saw a relatively uh, range-bound positive day, I'd say, because Uh, 290 points up is honestly not uh, what Bank Nifty typically shows on a good day. Or rather, even on a mediocre day, it it generally shows uh, 300 points up up or down. So, you know, it really goes to show just how important these underlying stocks are. Um, So the next gainer for Bank Nifty was 0.84% up, 1628 closing Kotak Bank. And uh, Kotak Bank actually had its result. Um, declared during the day uh, if I remember correctly and it was a it was a very great result as far as I can remember and it really shows if we look at the chart we can see that it slipped quite a bit down to 1590 levels and from there it took support and it's it sort of uh, you know went back up so clear support at these lower levels and you know resistance at the previous all time high levels or so so that's kotak bank uh, the next one is hdfc bank again up 0.84% closing at 1239 and uh, you know i'd previously mentioned that i'm expecting or rather there could be a breakout on hdfc bank i'll just check my notes to see when i'd said that uh, it was yesterday only, so if you look at yesterday's podcast, you might be able to understand why I'd said that. Basically, it's because it's sort of consolidated a bit, it's, and, you know, I, I I had sort of estimated that there might be a breakout soon. And that was the case. However, you know, while it did open above, uh, you know, while it did open a gap up, uh, it, it sort of almost filled in that gap, with the low of the day being very, very close to previous close, so that's HDFC, and this shows that, you know, it, it was unable to sustain that 1250 level, so which is why we saw, you know, a fall, and, you know, it's still sort of uh, comfortable at that 1240 level, or 1230 level, because that's where it ended, and it did not take a lot of support uh the day's high was 1257 which was also the day's open so clearly you know um <laughs> the gap up did not really sustain and uh, the next one is going to be yes bank 0.78% up 51.8 rupees closing and interestingly uh, i was expecting yes bank to not show us a positive day because of that 6,000 crore deal, I mean, real estate is not doing that great as it is. But it actually opened gap up and then filled in that gap. And uh, where it stands, it's facing resistance from both the tick average and the 50MA. So, uh, possibly it, it might just kiss that 20MA line at 46 or so soon. Uh, you know, if it wants to continue that up, down, up, down, uptrend. Um, but that's as, that's pretty much it as far as the S bank is concerned the high for the day was 56 I do remember it trading at 55 or so uh, for a decent amount of time so that's the S bank the next bank is Axis Bank and uh, Again, this is heading into resistance 200 ma resistance and From what I remember Axis Bank actually had a pretty shit result. Uh, I believe they They were actually one of the only banks that lost, uh, you know, or rather that reported a net loss for the quarter, if I remember correctly. I might be wrong because this is information that I'm recalling from, uh, you know, the phone notifications that I get. So considering that and considering where it is on the chart, uh, it might just sort of tumble down um, possibly to... Possibly to 685 levels, where it's at right now, 0.45% up, closing at 712, so, um, you know, just a 30-40 just a point move possibly, uh, worst case scenario, the best case scenario, it might just kiss that 720-730-ish uh, mark, if it sustains over that 200MA uh, level then it's great. But, honestly, based on the chart patterns, based on the results, I I honestly doubt it. I mean, two Rojis in a row, that means a big move is likely either way. So, that's Axis Bank. Uh, the next one is going to be Bank of Baroda, up 0.39%, closing at 9015 And this looks like it's steadily climbing, but very, very clear 20MA resistance. Uh, so, there's that. The next one is SBI Bank closing at 270.5 and up 0.32% now it is nearing that lower trend line or rather upper uh, <laughs> rather the, the lower trend line of the uptrend basically the trend that connects the uptrend's lows and it's approaching that and uh, because it had actually breached it so it's approaching that so it might face some resistance there but ideally it belongs above that line so Let's see what happens with that. The next bank is going to be Indusind Bank, down 0.12 percent, and closing at 1,341. This is at the upper, uh, that you know, it's it's completely opposite SBI. Crazy how it works. This is kissing the upper trend line of the downtrend, whereas SBI was kissing the lower trend line of the uptrend. So basically this line connects the highs of the downtrend and it's nearing that. And considering that it was also a doji, we might see a negative move. It also has its 20MA and moving, uh, 50MA moving averages just above. So clearly a lot of resistance for Anderson Bank. The next one is RBL Bank and uh, fib resistance quite apparent. 23.6 is it? Where can I see? Oh no, Fib, fib support was quite apparent. It was uh, yesterday's close which gave resistance to RBL Bank. So there's that. You know, my notes were incorrect this time possibly because I was just glancing through uh, these charts because I was actually expecting my PC's repair guy. Uh, and that is why I've been working on a laptop which has been another challenge for me but looks like but the pc will take a bit of time so you know that is that that's that's quite sad for me because it it prevents me from giving you all even better content because once i get my pc it enables me to make better videos hopefully and uh, you know basically analyze it better because my pc is a lot more uh, you know i'm i'm acquainted to using the pc a lot more than my laptop so There's that and that is also pretty much it for the banking stocks. Now we can move on to Nifty IT and yes, this is not a traditional segment that I do but I just thought I'd mention it, you know, just a few minutes on it, possibly around 2-3 minutes because there really isn't a lot to talk about but I just wanted to mention it. Alright, so this has never actually been a segment. I've never talked about it, n- not on my blogs, not on uh, my podcasts, not even on my Instagram account. <clears throat> but here it is. I'm talking about Nifty IT and uh, I-, I thought about including it as a separate segment, even though it's going to be just like one or two minutes long because, uh, you know, if you are listening to it segment wise then you need to sh- you need to see that nifty it is there in this episode and you can probably just listen to that so if that's you then hey this worked if that isn't you then you should consider listening it to <clears throat> listening to it segment wise if these uh, 30 40 minute episodes are a bit too much for you if not then i'm glad uh, anyway nifty it let's move on to it then uh, one of the worst days for nifty it today and uh, you know clearly tcs was unable to sustain that 2100 level i'll just pull up the tcs chart also i i remember that it had crossed that 2900 level briefly and at least on the future because i was looking at the future and uh, if you do not know what derivatives are then you, this might sound very odd when i said that i was looking at the future but it is not odd it's very much uh, you know common and I'm trying to stall you guys because I'm finding where TCS is in my watch list so it's it's loading now Uh, the day is high 2111 the day is low 2040 so quite a big range for TCS and I'll just sort of oh god why is it not zooming in looks like my charting platform is not cooperating oh so interestingly uh, TCS 200 ma daily resistance so crazy how You know, NIFTY, IT and, you know, the IT sector in general being iffy because of uh, Infosys and NIFTY and uh, TCS's 200MA sort of all coincided. So, honestly, it just proves how beautiful uh, technical analysis can be sometimes. So, that's what we're seeing. If TCS can sustain uh, levels above 2100, nothing like it. We're going to see some big moves. If not, then... Uh, we might see small moves or we might see big moves, but not in the intended direction. So uh, that's TCS. Infosys, again, that whistleblower complaint really messed it up. The ADRs were trading down 12.5% or so, if I remember correctly. And uh, the Indian market opened with a lower circuit, down 10% already. I believe at around 680, 660, approximately that level. And it ended up closing at around 639 or something. Uh, I know it mention. I talked about it in the nifty stocks it closed at 643 is where it closed so there you have it in forces and uh, the only positive stock in the IT sector at least you know the bigger stock the more considerable size stock because I do not look at the smaller ones was uh, was Wipro so it actually cleared the 50 ma so it cleared the resistance today so honestly, it just shows how strong that stock is right now. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Nifty IT. Again, just a three and a half minute quick episode or rather quick segment. But I just wanted to talk about it because of this massive movement. And I also want to talk about two sort of uh, interesting events that I saw. The first one, Asian Paints. Great result from what I remember. It is also very well placed on uh, the chart. Twenty, ma support if I recall correctly. So I'm curious to see where that moves. And the next one is that the telecom companies, Airtel, Vodafone, and Geo, will have to pay uh, certain spectrum charges to the government. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how that prices, uh, how the telecom prices move. Whether all of them fall or some of them fall because there's also an appeal by Airtel, if I remember correctly to not scrap the iud charges uh, for at least three years if i recall so you know interesting interesting things happening in the telecom segment right now and curious to see how it all actually affects the prices not just in the short term but also uh, you know on a two three month basis at least so yeah those are two things i thought i'd share with you and uh, with that, we come to an end to this episode, and uh, after this one, if you're listening to this first, my Q&A segment with my father will be going live, and uh, after that, you know, after that I'll upload the next day's episode, nothing after that, I physically can't manage more than two episodes a day, so... Uh, yeah this was pretty much it for this episode tomorrow's a trading day happy trading and do not forget to check out the Q&A segment or rather the Q&A segments episode because it's a completely different episode now and honestly I mean if you're just starting out if uh, this podcast was a bit boring for you or if it all went bouncer then do check that out trust me Uh, the kind of stuff that we talk about is invaluable to any beginner or you know even if you have some experience it'll it'll probably give you a lot of practical insight so uh, hope you check it out it'll be the episode after this so this one's the 46th episode the Q&A will be the 47th episode so please don't forget to check it out and happy trading